I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well. As a Christian woman. As a Christian woman. So thanks for joining us for another episode. We're glad you're here. We are very glad you're here. Okay, before we get started, let me touch on something that we kind of talked about a little bit in the last episode, but it was like 20 seconds and thrown in the middle, so I don't know if anybody really heard us or not. But we have some really cool stuff coming in the next weeks, maybe a couple of months. I don't know. We're not totally sure, but it's stuff that is going to be really helpful for you guys. um, We kind of realized there was a need for this when we did our online dating episodes at the very beginning of the season, and they were insanely popular. We got tons of questions. Everyone seemed to really love those. And so we realized there was just a need there for some resources in that vein. So we're in the process now of putting together some resources for you guys that will help navigate some of those things. We're It's still very much in the developmental stages. We're recording and just working on different things, but we want to let you guys know when all of that stuff becomes available. We'll have some like discounts and giveaways for people who are part of our initial group. So if you want to be on the list, if you want to get emails letting you know when we have releases and when uh, products become available, go to our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. There's actually a button on the homepage now that will allow you to sign up and get on our list. There's no obligation. You're not signing up for anything other than we're going to send you a few emails. (laughs) Yeah. But if you want to know when that stuff becomes available, and there, like I said, there will be some discounts and different stuff for people who are on that list, go sign up. It's going to be really fun, as always. We're super excited about it, (laughs) but I think we're excited because it's going to help you. Like, you're going to learn from some of our mistakes, some of the things that we've done we wish we hadn't or had done differently in the online dating world, but I think it's going to be really fun for you guys. So, all of that to say, lookingforthemiddle.com, go click the button, sign up, and we will keep you posted. Yeah, and I think this is good to... I don't want to give too much away, like Bethany said, but whether you're just getting started in online dating or whether you've done it before and you're maybe thinking of getting back into it, I think all of these resources are going to be really helpful for you and helping you navigate a lot of the questions you may be facing as you're figuring out what this process looks like for the first time or again. The twelfth time, yeah, whatever. You know, we've all been there. (laughs) Okay, so enough of that. Kristen, you have the question of the day. What is it? I do. This is not going to shock anybody probably i would really like to know who you picked to win your march madness bracket y'all know we're basketball fans around here Uh, y'all march madness is like my second christmas i love it so much like selection sunday is like it's like a holiday um anyway i picked much to my chagrin duke to win the whole thing of course you did uh i think they will win do i want them to win no, I don't like Duke. <laughs> I'm not a fan, but my need to win the bracket pool outweighed my hatred for that's them. Fair. So that's who I picked. Who I do you don't have? know, though. They came pretty close that to blowing it this past weekend. And I was cheering hard <laughs> for them to do so and for my bracket to disband. Yes, but that's fine. That's so funny. So I picked the University of Tennessee. Which was a definite wild card. I'm pretty sure I'm one of three people in my bracket that didn't (laughs) pick Duke to win. I picked Tennessee to beat Duke, though. So I do think Duke's going to make it to the final. But personal, semi, not selfish reasons, but my brother actually, I don't even know if I've told you this. Okay. So my brother lives in Knoxville, and he does basketball skills Mm -hmm. training. He's worked with a few of the players on Tennessee's team. Okay. And... 
So I would love for him to be able to say like, oh, I trained guys who won the national championship. So, and I just think that'd be super cool. And a lot of the guys on the team are Christian. Yeah. It's very like the culture. You can tell just a yeah. really good team culture. So I'm. That's cool. That, that's kind of my reasoning. And my favorite color is orange. Well, perfect. So there's my girly reason for picking it. Okay. Speaking of girly reasons, did you not pick, who was that? The, oh, my crush for Kristen the Kristen has like a crush tournament. for the tournament every year. I do this every year. Who was it? Fletcher McGee, who was the amazing three-point shooter for Wofford. Unfortunately, Wofford. I they lost it this. It was so sad. Okay, so I did my research. He had a very long streak of hitting a three-point shot in, like, I think, 76 games in a row. That's ridiculous. And his last game that they just lost, he went 0 for 12 from three. And, I mean, I wasn't nearly as good as he is, but I was a shooter. And I know how difficult and frustrating that is when you just can't buy one. Yeah. And it was so sad that and he was he, a senior? He's, I think so. So his last this game? His last game. Aww. So it was just, but, oh, my word, he's so cute. He's so, so he's cute. Your, so he your was, 2019 yeah, crush? Yeah, he's my 2019 March Madness crush. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he's done playing, so it didn't really last very long. But he was my <laughs> one that I picked. <laughs> I think I think I just thought of another sign that I'm officially old. Oh, dear. I look at all of the players, and they look so young. But I'm like, ooh, that coach is cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what does that say about me, Kristen? That's where we're at now. Oh. I mean, well, and that's. I am having to deal with that now, especially with the one and done rule of so many of these guys are they're babies, eight years younger than me. If they're eighteen, <laughs> yeah, they're like half my age. So not I'm really. Like, well, that's not okay. So I, if it is a crush, it's a senior. Cause I'm like, okay, at least he's probably twenty two. So there's not that As big if of an age. Actually, <laughs> there's, there's any chance, hope. You know, you got to think these things through. That's so funny. But okay, so anyways. that kind of ties in perfectly because today we're talking about how to get asked out. Yes, and I would say number one rule. You probably should actually know the person. Okay. So, Mr. McGee is out. Dansby Swanson. You don't know him. You're going to have to give up this dream, don't you think? Not an option. She's just crushing my dreams one no, moment at a time. It's I'm... fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm okay. fine. We're joking, but <laughs> in all seriousness, be realistic when you're talking about, okay, how do I get asked out? We're going to go through a bunch of different stuff here, but the first thing I would say is be realistic. Is the guy you're wanting to ask you out a realistic option to actually ask you out? It's very true. I'm not legitimately sitting around hoping Dansby Swanson is going to message me on Instagram, okay? <laughs> Would I freak out if it happened? Yes. Is it going to? No. So, are you, you hesitated? I hesitated. I was like, you know what? No. But seriously, though, I know that if I'm going to get asked out, it's going to be by guys that I'm around, that I'm spending time with, that I talk to on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. It's not going to be the cute baseball player. Who has on never laid eyes on that you? Doesn't even know I exist. Yes. And, so. on a, and on a smaller scale, like we're talking about literally people you have no idea right, who they are. Right. On a smaller scale, that translates to okay, if you like a guy and you want him to ask you out, be in the circles that he's in. Mm-hmm. Like if you never run in the same circles, you never see each other, he probably doesn't know you exist. Yeah. And why would he? So run in the circles that he's in. If you don't like those circles, that's probably an indication that he's probably not what you're looking for. That's a very good point. And I mean, be realistic too. Don't, we've talked about this, we actually just talked about it the other day, know you, mm-hmm. uh, personality-wise, appearance-wise, what you're looking for, and I'm trying to say this tactfully, because what you and I were talking about the other day is, like, I realize I'm not a supermodel. I'm not this, like, super fit, like, 10. <laughs> I get it. So if you're passing by all these sixes and sevens, or whatever you want to call it, because you're looking at this guy who's a 10, fine, I'm, like, you go, girl, be ambitious. 
But you got to be realistic, too. Yeah. Don't you think? And I'm trying to figure out yeah. a nice way of saying that. Like, you have to know your level. Yeah. <laughs> like, know who, what you're looking at. And don't pass by these great guys because you want Hugh Jackman to be it. Yes. That's, does that I mean, make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes total sense. Because I think you really have, this is where looking for perfection can get really yeah idolized in a sense where you're like, oh, yeah, well, this guy, I mean, he technically meets most, if not all of my qualifications, but he's not exactly what I had pictured in my head. Yeah. Or he's not absolutely perfect in every, so. I'll just wait for something better. I'll just wait for something better to come along. And that's not like, if you're really looking at this guy and like, you know what? He loves the Lord. He's, you know, we have a lot of the same interests. He is cute. I like hanging out with him. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you're four, five, six big important things that you value. Don't just cross him out, maybe just because you he's not either what you expected, what you say your type is, any of that reason, I think. Yeah. And like you said, just know, be realistic about what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, and I would say this, too. We give guys a really hard time about, well, they're just so looks-based. And I'm not, you know, a supermodel, so they won't give me the time of day. Do we do the same thing? I think sometimes we do. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so if it's if what you're trying to you're saying, oh, well, this guy, I don't want to go out with him because of something that if he were saying that about you, you'd be offended. Yeah. You probably need to think twice about that. That's such a good point. So <laughs> we kind of got off track a little. We're talking yeah. about how to get asked out, what to do to make yourself available and make it known and be out there to get asked out. So one, be realistic. Yes. But then two, kind of the flip side of that is put a little effort into your appearance. That's okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with looking your best. It doesn't no. mean you have to be obsessive about it and you shouldn't. No. But I think there's a case to be made that it reflects on the rest of your life when you look put together. Oh, agreed. And that doesn't have to mean dressed to the nines. I mean... No, you don't have to be Barbie. That's not what we're saying at all. We're just saying that showing that you take the time to care about how you look that matters yeah. because guys pick up on that and well yeah if you look like a slob who hasn't brushed your hair or teeth in three days and i'm going to the extreme <laughs> yeah then what is someone anyone going to assume about the rest of your life and how it's put together that's such a good point so well oh, and you're we're not trying to be super super superficial <laughs> well played but I don't know. I'm trying to like tread carefully and Mm -hmm. not put too much of an emphasis on this, but it does make a difference. You want to make a nice first impression because that's what that is. Yeah. And this is the first thing someone's going to notice about you is your appearance. Sure. So what do you want your appearance to say about you? And this is one of those things where it's like, just because appearance shouldn't be the most important thing doesn't mean it's not important at all. Yes. And that's where I feel like sometimes we can go to one end of the spectrum or the other where it's, oh, I'm just going to put everything into my appearance. I have to be super hot and super fit and dressed up all the time and full face and makeup. And he's never going to see me, you know, in sweats or anything. Or he's just got to learn to love me how I am. So I'm just not going to care. And he can just take me as I am or he can leave it. Like there's a happy medium there. I'm all for start at the first end of the spectrum. Makeup, hair, be cute, put together all the time. But I'm like, let's see how fast we can get to I can wear sweatpants. That's what I'm like. I start there, but I'm like, I just want to make enough of a good first impression that I my sweats and hoodies are coming out soon. Yeah. Well, and I even remember in high school. Now, granted, this was in high school. But uh, one of the guys that I dated, the very first time I met him, I was in Kelly green sweatpants. Yikes. Okay, with like the riding up the leg. Uh-huh. Super trendy. And a t 
t-shirt and flip-flops and my hair was in a messy bun and whatever. Just because that was the first time I met him and that's all he knew yeah. didn't mean that I wasn't going to try from then on out. It wasn't sure. like a, well, oh, this is how he saw me. So I, I can just like skip the, you know, look cute thing. Yeah. It's like, no, I still want to look cute because I want him to know that I do care about what I look like. And that is, you know, important for me to put some time and effort into that. Yeah. And I want that to be communicated to him. So I yeah. think there's a balance here of you don't have to be on one extreme or the other. But I definitely think if you're putting that effort into the way you look, it's only going to help you if yeah. you're trying to get asked You'll out. feel more confident, for one. Oh, for and sure. And don't try to tell me you don't. And I would say within that, though, too, learn how to work with what you've got. And this has been something that's been like, and I obviously, I have definitely not mastered it, but like, I was very much a tomboy in high school, didn't wear much makeup, didn't have any clue what to do with my hair. I remember junior year, I learned what a hair straightener was, and it revolutionized my life. <laughs> Like, I mean, I remember I was, I had no clue. My hair super frizzy. I was in the Bahamas. Oh my gosh. I didn't Literally, know you ever went to I the Bahamas. I was like, yeah, for a basketball tournament. Oh my gosh. Literally, uh, Monica, that episode, <gasps> me. I was with Steph. She was there. We, she went with us. We were rooming my mom and another girl and Steph and me. And she was like, ooh, let me use a straightener on you. Changed my life. Anyway, so I'm just saying. I'm not, I have to watch makeup tutorials to figure out what in the world to do with my face. I'm not that person. I don't, it doesn't come naturally, but I've learned to work with what I have, with the features that I like about myself, accentuate those. So I think that would be a big thing is within that about making a good impression and, you know, putting some effort into your appearance, work with what you've got. Know what, know what your strengths are and make the most of them. For example, I like my hair and I get a lot of compliments on my eyes. So I take that and I say, okay, so when I'm shopping or when I'm doing my makeup, I take into account, okay, does this color look good with my eyes or whatever? I think about those things, not obsessively, but it's on my mind. And I learn, okay, I'm going to do my makeup in a way that shows off my eyes, whether it's the technical correct way to do makeup or not. Like we were talking the other day, I wear no eyeshadow and no eyeliner I put on. I wear a good bit of mascara, but that's it. And she has the longest eyelashes ever. It's not even fair. That's part of why I like my eyes and I work with those. It's because, yes, I do have very long curled eyelashes naturally. And so I put on a lot of mascara and that's it. And I have big eyes and I'm very expressive when I talk. So they're like, ah, right there in your <laughs> face. Um, but anyway, just little things like that. Know those things and work with it. Yeah. Flip side, I am not the slimmest girl out there, so I wear a lot of black on the bottoms. <laughs> Pants, leggings, whatever. I wear a lot of black because it's slimming. So those know, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Don't try to be perfect. Just work with what you've got. Yeah, for sure. And I think another thing, keeping that in mind, is we talk about, as girls, we have types. You know, I find guys attractive that Bethany doesn't and vice versa. She gives yeah. me a hard time about dance beat. Okay. <laughs> okay. You've talked about dance beat too much this I episode. Know. Actually, you brought him up. So. I did, but you just ran a, with it. <laughs> just as an example. I know. So don't, don't think that every guy's type is Barbie or yeah. fill in the blank, Blake Lively or whoever. Guys like different things. So don't think just because you don't look like girls do on magazine covers or on TV, that you're just automatically out for the count. Like, yeah, you are somebody's type. I guess that's a really good way of saying, like, we're talking about putting some effort into your appearance. We're not saying you should look like every girl on the cover of a magazine. No. That's not the effort we're talking about. We're saying, be you, be who you are. 
your style, wear the clothes that you like, and have a style that you like, but put some effort into that. Whatever that is for you, put some effort into that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all we're saying. So that's one thing to keep in mind if you're wanting to get asked out. Another thing that I think really plays a big part is how you carry yourself. Yeah. And kind of going along with what you said, talking about confidence. Being confident is one of the most attractive things, I think, that guys and girls see about each other. The other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So going back to the survey we did in season one, I went back and looked at our little pie charts that we made that I was so proud of. (laughs) And 46% of the guys that we surveyed says confidence was one of the top two qualities they look for in a girl or that they find attractive about a girl. I think that if you carry yourself in a confident way, no matter how you look, what situation you're in, what kind of room you're in, who you're with, guys are going to be able to pick up on the fact that you're confident and you're secure in who you are. The same way you do with them. You can tell. You know when a guy's confident. Absolutely. I think practically, just to give you an idea of what confidence could look like, that could be just standing tall or Mm -hmm. walking with purpose, as yes. <laughs> my, some my roommates call it. Um, I'm not saying you've got to strut in there like you're modeling, but, you no. know, you walk it with your shoulders back and you're, like, standing tall and you're smiling and you're yeah. making good eye contact with people and you're making conversations and you're... Initiating you're, you're, not just talking when talked to. Exactly. You're making conversation. Yeah, you're yeah. not standing in a corner and on your phone and kind of looking around like you don't know what to do and... I know personally my phone is my biggest security crutch. blanket crutch. Thank mm-hmm. you. When it comes to that. If I'm on my phone, it's because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And so let me just do this because then people will leave me alone. And I'll look like I have something really important that I'm working on. But I'm probably just playing Candy Crush yeah. or whatever. <laughs> or golf. So, well, yeah, probably that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but it's true. And I think those are, I mean, those may seem just super simple and obvious. But I think when you begin to implement those things as you walk into a room, a guy's going to pick up on yeah. that. One thing to keep in mind, too, if you struggle with this, it doesn't have to be an overnight, like, switch from zero to 100. If you struggle making conversation or you struggle walking in and making eye contact with people, think of little things you can do, little goals to have, step by step, do the next thing, and it will grow and it'll build and it'll compound to the point where then you're not having to think about it. You're not having to stress about going into a room full of people you don't know. I've worked at this over the years, but I still, if there's a room and I know no one, I will sit and kind of rehearse some questions I can ask pertinent to the thing I'm at or whatever. And kind of, you know, as I'm walking in or I'm sitting in the car before I go in, I kind of run through those things and then make a point of going in, making eye contact and asking those questions or doing those things and it will build on itself. Yeah. And that's so good. I am a big fan of preparation and (laughs) rehearsing or whatever you have to do to like talk yourself up in the car before you get there. But like you said, this is not going to be an overnight switch if you don't consider yourself a super confident person just naturally. But I think this is a great thing to work on. Like you said, just little bits at a time. It's not something that you have to say, oh, well, forget that. I'm not a confident person and just stay there. You can become confident. Mm-hmm. I I have. Yeah. I, I, I have, you know, I've seen it happen. I know that that's how that can work. So anyway, yeah. go ahead. And another thing that I want to say about this really quick before we move on is don't think that confidence is synonymous with being loud. Mm. Just because someone walks into a room and she's you know, laughing super loudly and she's joking with everybody and she's, you know, a part of every single conversation. It seems like that doesn't necessarily mean that she's confident. 
And so you don't have to, you don't have to go in there and be loud and be super outgoing and social. Just be yourself. I'm, I can be that way, but I can also not be that way. But I would consider myself a pretty confident person. Yeah. So it just kind of depends, but don't think you have to just go in there and be the life of the party and that's going to prove you're confident. Well, and I (laughs) kind of talking about like what you just said kind of describes me to an extent. I can be the loud laugher and the loud talker and the joking and everything. But part of that is because I learned a long time ago just through trial and error, that if you say it first and you say it the loudest, people think you know what you're talking about and you're confident and you're on top of things, <laughs> even if you're not. Yeah. Is that always the right answer? No, I've also learned that. That's not always a good mode of operation. But because you're there and you're making people notice you, they assume you're confident, but you're not necessarily. There have been so many times where I go into a room and I'm out there and I'm like, I hope this goes because... I'm going to fall flat on my face. If it doesn't, then what am I going to do? Yeah. So you don't have to be the first and the loudest to be confident. And it's the same thing with guys. Like we said, you know, just because someone is reserved doesn't mean they're not confident. And guys can pick up on that in us the same way we do in them. Yeah. And that's funny that you say that because as I've gotten to know Bethany even more the past couple of years, like we've gotten super close, but I always thought like Bethany was the most confident person on the planet. And she's, just, and she, like, the more we talk, she's like, Kristen, I'm probably not as confident as you think I am. I'm not. And I was just like, what? Are you sure? <laughs> like, cause I, and so I think that it all comes to, and like Bethany said, she's grown so much in this area. And this, she talks about, that's one of the things she likes about her 30s. And she's assuring me that 30s are gonna be fun. It's awesome. Is that you're just more confident in who you are and how you're created and who you're, yeah. you know, supposed to be and all of that. And so all of this to say, don't feel like you've got to put on a show to convince people that you're confident. And don't think that just because you're not confident now doesn't mean you can be. Like, this is something, this is something you can definitely grow in and develop in yourself. As you do that, I think it's only going to benefit you as you're entering into a dating relationship. Oh, totally. Another thing that really goes a long way with how you carry yourself, and this is something that I have really grown in now that I'm in my 30s, talking about that, (laughs) is be okay being alone. I don't mean I'm not dating anyone. I mean literally be okay being by yourself. Like in a room or in a situation. In a room. Go do things by yourself. I never would have done that five, ten years ago. But now, if I want to go to a movie, I go to a movie by myself. Whatever it is, I'll go do it by myself now. And I'm okay with being by myself. One part of that that will help with being asked out is if you're always with other people all the time and you're never alone. You always have people around you. You may be unknowingly making it tough for a guy to ask you out. Because a good point. who wants to walk up to five girls and be like, hey, can I talk to you? Because if that doesn't go well, everybody knows. Yeah, that's so true. So... One, it's good to just be good with yourself and be by yourself. But two, practically, you may be scaring off guys you don't even realize you are. That's true. On the flip side, playing devil's advocate, <laughs> which I don't normally do. So no, you don't. Fun. Um, and this is, I guess, more for guys. Yeah. For the guys listening out there. If a girl makes a point never to be alone around you, maybe a little bit of a... 
That could be an indicator, indicator of non-interest. Of, yeah. Because <laughs> I know personally, if I'm interested in a guy, I'm going to try to manipulate the circumstances a little bit to, like, like, be by myself. Y'all, get out of here. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. And, like, if we're in a group, me and my roommates are hanging out with a group of our friends, and there's a guy in the group that I'm interested in, and it's the four of us talking, I'm going to be like, hey, y'all go get coffee or something, <laughs> or go walk and talk to somebody else, and you'll just send a super indiscreet text, and then you can kind of sit and talk to the guy. But if I'm not interested, I'm going to be texting them and being like, do not leave me alone with him. Or if they get up and leave, I will leave with them. Yeah. So. Good. Just insight into a girl's yeah, brain. That's guys, a really good That's point. a freebie. But. Yeah, if, if she's never alone, anytime you're around, ever, and it's like awkwardly so to where it's like, okay, why is she surrounded? That may, that might be. Not always. Not always. It, it's not. But yeah, Just that is kind of about. how we work when it comes to that. And then I think another thing, though, talking about being alone, don't be clingy. Like, don't be the opposite of that. Like, yes. be okay being alone because needy and clingy is not attractive to no, guys. We asked. Just FYI. Yeah, we did. That's very true. We did. <laughs> so, yeah. When you're okay being by yourself, you're okay being in a group, translate that in either scenario to putting yourself into a position to meet guys. You have a group of friends. You have your circles. No one's asking you out. You're going to have to either broaden your circles or find new circles. So, do fun things with other groups of people. Maybe it's not someone you normally hang out with. Maybe you have a friend who has a different circle of friends. Y'all are like the only two in common between your two circles of friends. Well, go hang out with that group. Do different things. Meet people with the same interests. Do different things like that where you can meet people that you might hit it off with. Yeah. I like what you said too about hanging out with different groups of people you wouldn't, that you don't normally. Yeah. Because... That's the only way you're going to continue to meet new people. And how many times have we heard the story of, oh, we met through mutual friends. Yeah. That's how all my friends talk with that super high-pitched voice. <laughs> well, but, and you hear it all the time. It's not who you know, it's who they know. Yeah. And that's not in the realm of dating. That's just in general networking. Yeah. And it's the same thing here. If you're widening your circles, it doesn't mean that person, a person in one of those circles even, is going to be that person. But if they get to know you, they're going to say, oh, I have this friend. Bobby over here, I don't know, yeah. Bobby, whatever, this first name that came to mind for some reason, they would be perfect for each other. And you've never met Bobby before in your life. So it's not just so you can go into a, this new group of friends and be like, ooh, I'm going to marry one of you. You don't know that. You don't know who they know. So it's that kind of that kind of concept. Yeah, that's very true. That's really funny. <laughs> like, ooh, I'm going to marry one of you. Don't act like we don't. have not done that oh, before. Oh, that's what I'm laughing at. <laughs> okay. I've walked into a group like, hmm, I wonder if any of you would make the cut in my own episode of The Bachelor. Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously, though. And if y'all want more kind of in-depth ideas about this, we did a whole episode about this in season one called Girl of Your Life, yes. where we talked about different practical ways or places that you could broaden your... yes friend group, your, you know, sphere of meeting people. So go check that out yeah, if you're wanting back in season a little one. more detail. Yes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to one thing. The guy has to know you're interested. They're mm -hmm. not going to ask you out if they don't think you're interested. I think that's so one true. thing that has been said over and over and over. We have heard loud and clear from guys as we've gone through this process of this podcast is I'm not going to ask a girl out unless I am pretty confident she's going to say yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, for sure. I heard I've heard that for years. Yeah, I and mean, my brothers told me that. I don't know how many times. Yeah. His friends, my guy friends, like it's so consistent. Because what guy wants to set himself up for failure? 
he totally. wants to be, like you said, he wants to be pretty darn sure that when he's going up and bearing his soul to be like, can I take you to dinner sometime, that it's going to be, yeah, I love that. too. But you've got to give him some signs. So. So what does that look like? What are those signs? So to, obviously, we had our preconceived notions of what those signs were. <laughs> but we're girls. What do we know? Yeah. So we went to the source. We asked around a little, what are those signs, guys? And here are the ones we got back. Eye contact. When you're talking, even if it's in a group, talk to him. Mm-hmm. Look at him. That's just a subtle way of saying, I'm singling you out. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, and then the same thing, if he's talking to you, you might be like, oh. That's one of the biggest things I always notice when I'm like, ooh, is this guy interested? If we're in a group and he's talking to me. I'm like, okay. Like, there's something there. Yeah. Um, body language matters. Face him. Stand close to him. I mean, not like creepy close, but yeah. be there around that sort of thing matters be don't be closed off don't be you know shoulders turned away from him and i mean if you're interested in a guy i think that's pretty natural you just it just happens you don't have to worry about that one too much i don't think another one is the arm touch the this forearm right this, this is kind of my move. it totally is <laughs> don't give away all my secrets <laughs> it totally is though if we're talking i'm laughing i'll put my uh, my hand on his arm for a couple seconds and so i um i for this i was like am i the only person that does this so i googled you know best way is to admit, let a guy know you're interested because i wanted to know just for this i wanted to see that one came up over and over and over really yes. so oh my god yeah that's a big one girls within that when you're standing in a group you're talking you're flirting you're laughing you know you're touching his arm be witty be charming be all something <laughs> but not overly so don't be fake. I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Be witty, be charming, be funny, but blend with the group. Don't stick out like a sore thumb because you're overdoing it. Just be confident in who you are, like we talked about. Outgoing, be nice, be funny, but not over the top. Yeah. Another thing the guys told us is to show interest in things he's interested in, whether you're also interested in them or not. So one of my really good guy friends. Don't don't fake interest, though, because no. this is what I thought he meant. Was like, that's if he's interested too. in something, act like you're interested, even if you're not. But no. that's not what it's like. Ask him about it. Yeah. Even if you're not interested. Yeah. Okay. So one of my really good guy friends was partially making fun of me when he answered this question. And he was like, if he wants to go hiking. You should go hiking. He knows I hate hiking. I think okay? that's like everybody knows we hate hiking because oh my gosh. I think we talk, that's our like go to yes, example. That's my go to example. Y'all know I can't stand walking out in the Georgia humidity <laughs> in the middle of the woods with bugs and snakes and everything else. But the point he was trying to make is you know what? If he went on a hiking trip, ask him about yeah. it. See, you know, how it was and be interested and show that you are trying to get to know him. I yeah. think is the overarching point here well and be engaged like enjoy him enjoying it yes like if he's telling you about this great hiking trip he went on you hate hiking and could care less about the tent or the boots or the whatever camping i don't know but be interested and be exciting excited for him that he enjoyed it i think that's kind of the the key there yeah well and just i mean going along with this just actually talk to him i think it seems so obvious but it's yes. not at the same time and this is what i was thinking about when you were talking a second ago about being witty and charming but not overly so because i yeah. feel like girls typically tend to fall in the either i'm super flirty and i'm overdoing it or i just don't talk because i'm nervous and i don't want to like say anything dumb or yeah um or i just 
choke up in situations <laughs> like that. You know, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I'm like, oh my gosh, he is so cute and I do not want to embarrass myself. Or I am flirting and giggling way too much. One time I did that and my sister looked at me like, what is your problem? Like, chill out. My sister's seven years younger than me. So if you have a high schooler telling you to stop flirting, then you're probably in trouble. But just talk to him. Just yeah. make a point to have conversation with him and engage with him. Don't sit back and let the nerves get the best of you. Yeah. And then the final thing the guys told us, which I think is great because I'm a big fan of this is <laughs> use your friends shamelessly shamelessly being yes. the key word there. So if you're interested in a guy and you have a girlfriend that knows this guy also, and that, you know, you can get her to go talk to him and be like, Hey, by the way, if you asked out such and such, she would say yes, which sometimes you have to spell it out that clearly. Let's be real. <laughs> but they said that was okay, which I yeah. thought was interesting. Well, because yeah, at first, I you was literally like, were like, yeah. wait, are you being for real about that one? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I thought I only could do that in high school. I thought that was lame if I did that in my 20s. <laughs> He's like, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> totally. Side story. Rabbit trail. The first time a guy ever asked me out, I was in fourth grade. Wow. And okay. <laughs> he, we were on a field trip. Fourth grade field trip. He sent one of the other guys up to where we were walking. I don't remember what we were doing. We were walking along. Sent him up there and was like, oh, so-and-so wants to know if you'll go out with him. And to I where? The playground? I don't know. But I should have known I was in trouble. Or I don't know what. Because my fourth grade response was, well, you tell him to come up here and ask me myself. And then maybe I'll think about it. Oh, my God. So I am so proud of you. Sassy Bethany started Sassy as a Bethany. young girl. <laughs> oh, I would have so, done yeah. to have been there so for that. You can apparently. Oh, my gosh do that yeah it's okay this i feel like this is just opening the floodgates <laughs> of something that we may have been holding back on for a while now but i mean don't get cheesy and gossipy and no you know but if you want to say hey if i, come I think up, y'all would be really good together yeah if i come up would... in conversation and you want to tell him yeah that he should ask me out i will not hate it yeah great I think i'm all fine. for this yeah i am all for this but the flip side does not kind of like with my little story the flip side does not equate Guys, if you're going to ask a girl out, you have to do it yourself. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can't send a friend if, to do it for you. I su- or if I suggest that a guy ask a girl out, don't ask me to go no. ask you. <laughs> no. We're past that. That's, That's the high school part that got that, left in high school. Yes. Or middle school or whatever. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Okay. So I think we have covered a lot. Yeah. But I would say, remember, this is kind of my final thing. This is not, we've said, do this, do that, and this will happen. That's not really what we mean. <laughs> we're not, we've talked about how to get asked out, but this is not like an A plus B equals C equation. We're not saying, if you do these things, then like magic, you'll get a guy. The first guy you walk up to is going to ask you out. We're just putting some recommendations out there for you, but you have to leave it in God's hands. He will orchestrate this in his timing and when it's best and all of that. Exactly. And if you do figure out what the A plus B equals C formula is for this to happen, please let us know. And you can come co-host. Yeah, right? <laughs> we'll, you, we'll just give you our podcast. Yeah, yeah, for real. Here you go. No, but seriously, though, Bethany's so right. This is just us wanting to give you guys some tools and some practical advice for how to make this a little easier on you, hopefully, and put yourself in a position to where a guy wants to ask you out. Yeah. So, hope this has been helpful. Don't forget... 
Bethany said, be sure to go to our website to sign up for email updates from us about these exciting new resources that we're going to have available for you guys in the coming weeks, months. Weeks, months. We're working on it. We're figuring Not it too out. Long. But you'll be the first to know if you sign up for the email list. Yep. And that's the important thing. So make sure you go do that on our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. Yep. Or the link is in our bio on our Instagram. Yeah. So you can check there too. But I think that's it for today. That covers it. Okay. Well, until next time, guys, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Looking for the Middle.